I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. In a Carolina state of mind, welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, homeboys, as we make a meal of sport. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and unrelentingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the operator station. As we are smooth operators all night long, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. And over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We'd like to alert all the affiliates down the line. Coming up in about half an hour, unless one of these guys bails, we will decide who is going to win the NFC Championship game. As only we can do under the cover of darkness in the middle of the night, we have a diehard 49er honk in one corner. That'd be Alameda Lou. And in the other corner, 
one of the nut job Philadelphia Eagle fans, the, one of the craziest guys we have in the Maller militia. He's lit himself on fire. He's uh, insane to the membrane. Fats from Philadelphia. So we're going to have these guys duke it out, and they're going to make their case why their team is going to win on Sunday. And we are still efforting to get a Bengals fan. Justin thinks he's too good for this bit in Cincinnati. So Justin, our regular P1 there, says he's too good for it. And the other guys in Cincinnati, don't like, they don't like the Bengals because the Bengals have sucked up until recently. And uh, I think we can find a Chiefs fan. I think we can find somebody in Kansas City. But we, we definitely have the NFC Championship game Battle Royale scheduled for the bottom of the hour. But our lead here at the top comes from the Tar Heel State. The Panthers have made the first head coaching hire. Whee! So exciting. Oh, I can't believe it. First offseason hiring the new coaching cycle. If you've not heard yet, perhaps you've been living in a cave down by the river and you missed it. So we learned that Frank Reich, remember him? Yeah, Frank Reich, he's back. He won the sweepstakes, or should I say the booby prize, and he will be the next boss, the field general of the Carolina Panthers. Right, 61 years young, fired as the coach of the Colts late in the 2022 season, a very lackluster tenure in Indianapolis where they rotated quarterbacks every year. Sounds like he's in for more of that in the Carolinas and four-plus seasons with the Colts. And a 1-2 and two playoff record in Indy. The Panthers, we are told by those that claim to know what they're talking about, were initially smitten kittens with the Lions offensive coordinator all about Ben, as in Ben Johnson, not the disgraced former Olympic star from a previous generation, but Ben Johnson, the whiz kid of Detroit offense. But he chose to stay in Michigan, so the Panthers – I also considered uh, running it back with Steve Wilkes. And they said, no, 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 no. We want something new. We want something fresh. So they hired a retread. All right, so let us discuss the question. How do you grade the hire of Frank Reich for Carolina? So we go to the report card. And on the Maller report card, I am giving the Panthers and the hiring of Frank Reich a D. They get the D in Carolina. They do. I'll give them a D plus. I'll give them a D plus. Uh, so I've got drip, cronyism, and course. And we will tie all of these things together, and we're going to make Tobacco Road. That's what we're going to which is in the Carolinas. All right. So, A, listen, Frank Reich, for, for my purposes as a talk show host, he does not move the needle. But even if I wasn't in the chair that I'm in right now, I would not be giddy with excitement. Despite the Panthers using a bunch of useful idiots in the media to try to upsell the hire. I mean, we heard all kinds. They were laying it on thick, like extra thick frosting, which I like on the cake. Oh, right. He attended seminary in Charlotte after his playing career. He has a home there. He still spends the off seasons in the in the Charlotte area. One of his kids started working for the Panthers, so he's got family bloodlines there with the team. His brother lives in the area, has been a coach at Wingate University for forever and ever. He played for the Panthers when they were an expansion team. I mean, they were pulling out all the stops. Now, I have nothing against Frank Reich. I hear he's a very nice guy. 
And a lot of media people that I run across uh, say nothing but nice things about him. He's uh, debonair, if you will. But I am simply judging the man off the body of work that I have seen on the football field with the Colts. And they should put a sign up instead of welcome to Charlotte. It should read welcome to Dolesville. Uh, Mr. Milk Toast is now the coach of the Carolina Panthers. So on the the Mallet Report card, which is out of 100% possible, the Frank Reich hire gets a 67, which is a D. I'll give him a D plus, as I said there. Typically, you look to excite the electorate when you hire a new coach. Like, get people really jonesed up. Either you hire somebody that's a proven winner or some hot shot, can't believe it, future star coach. Or at least you sell them as that, right? This is a franchise revival. You want to make a splash, a splish splash. You want to get some buzz going. You get a little buzz on on this platform, sports radio, on social media, in the public square. Hiring Frank Wright as your coach is not a splish splash. It's a drip drip is what it is. It's a drip. it's It's a drop into an empty bucket. And with Indy, he did become the Rhodes Scholar at staring at his play sheet blankly when they showed him on the TV there. And then after the Colts imploded, he would tell the media not to worry, not to panic. Uh, everything would be okay. Uh, just trust him. So that's the kind of guy that you've got. And uh, this is not someone who we were clamoring to watch coach again. But we don't own the Carolina Panthers. We have no skin in the game. Now, page two. What was the key here for Frank Reich winning the Panthers job over Steve Wilkes? So he is seen as a, quote, safe hire, right? Not a slam dunk, not a slam dunk, uh, but more of a, like a layup line, right? I don't know that Frank Reich can dunk, but it's like a layup line. You know what you're going to get with Frank Reich. You're going to get the calming presence that he's, he's been around 500 most of the time, and it's not his first rodeo. Now, Steve Wilkes also had coached. He was a debacle with the Cardinals. Uh, clearly did a better job here with Carolina as an interim coach this year. But the key ingredient for Frank Reich is cronyism. And that's the word here, cronyism, right? Reich is 61 years old. He's got a lot of friends in positions of authority. He's been around the block. He's seen and done it all as a player and a coach up and down the ladder, the pro football ladder. And cronyism is prevalent in all of these sports, just like politics, right? Reich was able to use the influence to help push him across the finish line, all things being equal. He ended up winning. Every time a retread gets hired, we are told the same thing. You know exactly what we're told when they hire a retread coach. We're told, well, Bill Belichick was a retread coach. Look how that worked out, right? He sucked with the Browns, but then with the Patriots, man. And Pete Carroll, he was bad for two teams, the Jets and the Patriots. And then he went to Seattle and kaboom. Of course, what is left out on the cutting room floors, we're never reminded of Norvell Turner or Dave Wanstead, or Jack Del Rio, or Herm Edwards, or Mike Malarkey, or any other coaches that got multiple jobs that blew everywhere they went. Because they don't like to drop the truth bomb. They're building up the mythology of the new coach. Now, the last word here. 
You might want to put on your hazmat suit. We're going third rail, my man, third rail. So many pigskin media types are up in arms at this hire. That the Panthers, they hired Frank Reich. They passed over the interim coach, Steve Wilkes. And and they were not alone, by the way, after Reich was hired. Despite Wilkes getting a second interview, the interim coach, uh, and you know the chance to drop the interim tag, his lawyer ripped the Panthers for this decision. His lawyers, the lawyers that Wilkes are paying, uh, he's paying them, or I don't know if they're paying them or not, maybe they're only pro bono, but they're representing him either way. Uh, and so your lawyer speaks for you as a client. His lawyer said that Wilkes did an, a, quote, incredible job and implied that Carolina owner David Tepper is a racist. That's, a, that's the way I read it. That's what it's, it, it reads like, the statement that was released. Now, uh, let's discuss it. What do you make of Steve Wilkes' lawyer saying, and I'll use the, the verbiage they used, saying there is a, quote, legitimate race problem in the NFL? after the Panthers hired Frank Reich uh, over their client, Steve Wilkes. So as they say in the golfing world, this is par for the course. The most predictable headline of the sporting day is this from the lawyer. Now, the lawyer's got a vested interest. The lawyer should be happy, right? Because this actually helps the case. There's an active lawsuit that Steve Wilkes is a part of with Brian Flores, against the NFL that they're racist. So the lawyer should be happy as a clam. This is like the greatest thing ever for the lawyer. Racist. Uh, uh, Steve Wilkes, did, by the way, did not do an incredible job. He did, the word I will use is an admirable job as the temporary coach. He went 6-6, six and six, beat a lot of bad teams against better teams, did not do so well. Uh, final 12 games there in the regular season. Let's not confuse that with the second coming of Lombardi. Now, this statement by the law firm repping Steve Wilkes answers the question in part as to why he was not hired. The man has an active lawsuit against the NFL, and his own lawyers believe he should have been hired. It sounds the way they said it because he's a minority, that he should have been hired. I mean, what kind of chutzpah is that, as my grandfather would say? Uh, So, uh, listen. The fact that Wilkes has a job in the NFL, he'll get a job somewhere else as an assistant if he wants it. And Brian Flores is working for the Steelers, and he might be promoted to defensive coordinator in Minnesota or somewhere else. I don't know. I work in radio, so I really know the radio business. I've, I've had about a handful of people in my career, which is somehow keep adding on years to it. I don't know how that happens but because uh, I suck at this. But I've had many people that, not many, a handful, that have sued, whether companies I work for, or other companies, and I don't know any of them that have still been employed by the company that they sued. So the fact that Wilkes and Flores still have a job in the NFL is rather stunning to me because it doesn't work that way in my business. I didn't think it would work that way in the in the NFL, but but here we are. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Changing it up. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. Besties, as we are audio stowaways, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond, on the vast and forcefully powerful microphones of FSR, emanating live from the skull, the skullduggery of Jock Talk. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour Comes to us from the High Speed Sports Wire. Back when I was an intern, I worked with a guy that owned a High Speed Sports Wire. A couple of coaching moves caught my attention that I want to focus in on. One of them in Gotham, or adjacent across a river uh, in, in Gotham. The other in Texas. Now, if you've been following along, you probably already know this, but possibly not. You may actually be busy and have other things going on, and you don't obsess with all the moves that are made. But we learned that the J-E-T 
S suck, suck, suck. The Jets have picked their new offensive coordinator. Our long national nightmare is over. And they have decided to hire disgraced former NFL head coach Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> you can't make this up. The, the, the guy was an epic failure with the Broncos. He's still getting paid by Denver, and he has landed in the New York City area there with Gang Green, which is appropriate because in Denver, the Bronco fans felt like they had Gang Green watching the team play last season. Now, uh, meanwhile, 1,500 miles away, Dan Quinn, medicine man, has informed the teams that he has been doing a mating dance with that he is not uh, not interested in their job. His uh, suitors are going to have to say uh, no to him and hello to somebody else because he has decided to stay in Dallas as the defensive coordinator for the sorrowful Dallas Cowboys. Quinn was said to be in the running in uh, one of the uh, higher-ranked candidates for the Cardinal job, but also up for the Broncos and the Colts job. So let us discuss. Toss-up question. You toss it up. Here's the toss-up question. Bigger surprise, Nathaniel Hackett getting the Jets' offensive coordinator gig or Dan Quinn staying with the Cowboys and turning down, even getting to the final stages of the coaching head coaching derby. So the arrow on this one is pointing at the man that can't hack it. All right, that's where it's pointing. My observations, I've got asbestos, Ukrainian energy company, and WC Fields. And we will put all of these things together. We'll lock them together like Legos, and we'll make the foundation of this Maller monologue. So number one. Number one. In most businesses, we're going to start with this. In most businesses, if you performed the way Nathaniel Hackett did, you would be what's called undesirable. All right. That's the way the real world works. But we know we love our sports, but it's not the real world. In the real world, let's look at it like the Internet world. Uh, If you are a rising Internet star behind the scenes at Twitter and you get hired away by Google, but you fail to produce, you you don't do the things they hired you to do, then typically – you, when you get fired, you don't then sidestep your way over to Facebook. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Under any reasonable measurement, Hackett is bad at his job. He's a failure. He is to coaching what asbestos is to construction. And given a very groggy but said to be sleeping giant, that all they needed was smelling cells. That, that was the, and I bought into it too. I said, there's talent there in Denver. The, the foundation is there. They just need the proper coaching. They had, they brought Russell Wilson. Now, Russell was bad too, but the coaching was dreadful. They were supposed to be set up on the launching pad and they were ready for takeoff. And unfortunately, they exploded on the launching pad. They didn't even make it to orbit. Um, way before they, they made it to orbit, they exploded. So, Making Hackett toxic, 
at least in, in the perception of the general populace, but not in the coaching world, right? There, no grasp of clock management. The offensive play calling sucked. 27th in points scored in Denver. Of course, you wouldn't know that from the storyline coming out of New York. The Jets, when I say they are smothering Nathaniel Hackett with love, that this is some kind of coaching prodigy, may we all have someone talk about us the way that the Jets are talking about Nathaniel Hackett. Let me give you a little taste of this. Robert Sala, who's more of a cheerleader than a coach, was slobber, 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 slobbering all over Hackett. You would think that Nathaniel Hackett has the cure for cancer and the key to live forever. Uh, Take a listen, as Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. We casted a wide net, like we said we were going to. We interviewed, got well over 15 uh, different candidates for this position, Uh, went to college, went to different schemes, talked to different people. Um, a lot of really, really, really good football coaches out there. But when it came back to um, a certain checklist that I was trying to go through, just checking boxes on what we were looking for with regards to this next offensive coordinator, um, just kept circling back to him. Uh, uh, he he checks every box that we were looking for. I'm not going to get in the details of it, but uh, uh, really, really excited about this uh, and uh, being able to get Nathaniel here. Yeah. <laughs> What are those boxes? You have a pulse. Yeah, the fans hate you. They think you're incompetent. Yeah, you're a failure as a as a head coach. I mean, what are, what are the, what are those boxes? I'm wowzers. Now that later on, we don't we don't have the audio on this, but later on, uh, trust me, he went on to rhapsodize. It was full open valve gush, 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 uh, slobber lick, slobber lick, slobber flattery. Now page two. So let's get to the how of it. How did Nathaniel Hackett land with the Jets? Now, Hackett, he got the gig for two reasons. It's not exactly a secret what's going on here. And we know in life, it's not not what you know. It's who you know. And part of it, some will say, well, well, Hackett worked with Robert Sala before. And that is true. That is part of it. The two worked together in Jacksonville uh, about eight years ago, uh, Salah coached the linebackers, and Hackett was the quarterback's coach. So they, they came up the coaching ladder together, and then Hackett became the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville back in the Doug Marone era and uh, was uh, fired uh, later on. He also called plays in Buffalo. But more importantly, I have determined. Nobody else has this take. The take I'm about to give you, nobody else has it. All right, are you Buckle up for this take. Hot take alert. Hot take alert, Nathaniel Hackett is the Hunter Biden of the NFL. He's the Hunter Biden of the NFL. He keeps getting high-paying jobs because of his connections, right? It's, it's like the Jets, just like the Broncos, are playing the role of the Ukrainian energy company. They're, the Broncos hired Hackett last year in large part because they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers. They obviously didn't, and now the Jets are doing the same thing. There's no other reason to hire Hackett. Uh, I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You'd think, you know, fool me once, shame on you, right? Fool me twice, what are you doing? You're a bunch of nimrods. You're nimrods. Now, he got the Bronco job again because of the Rodgers connection. And now he gets another. That's not a head coaching job. Not a head coaching job, but that's a good gig. You know, head offensive coordinator. In a big market, that's a good job to have on your resume. And what a wacky world. 
what a wacky world. And we're already hearing that it's it's not exactly a secret that the Jets are putting on a full court press behind the scenes to massage the massive ego of Aaron Rodgers through middlemen, intermediaries, to let him know how much they really want him to come play in the swamplands of New Jersey for the other team, Big Apple adjacent. And I, for one, I hope that Aaron Rodgers says, screw you, and goes to some other team. And I don't even care what team it is. It could be the Raiders, it could be the 49ers, it doesn't matter to me, just to screw over the Jets and teach these teams a lesson for hiring Nathaniel Hackett, right? What are you doing? Now, turning the page here. Uh, final point, I want to go over to the, the Cowboys. So in Texas, Dan Quinn was a top candidate for the Cardinals job, if you believe the coaching carousel whispers. He had also interviewed in Indy and in Denver. However, his handlers leaked to the NFL media toadies that Dan Quinn's heart, his heart, is in Dallas, and he wants to win a Super Bowl there. So the only way to win a Super Bowl with the Cowboys is to get a time machine, a hot tub time machine, and go back to the 90s. But Dan Quinn is returning to the Cowboys because his heart, in air quotes, is in Dallas. What does that mean? What does that mean in layman's terms? All right. So let me explain. Now, some toe-sucking Dallas media guys are romanticizing this, and uh, some gullible Cowboy fans are buying it, that uh, this is just Jerry Jones being a great salesman and the magic of the Cowboys. And to that, I say, phooey, is what I say. Now, the way I read the room on this one, there are only two possibilities in play here. A, Dan Quinn was not getting a head coaching gig. He found out about that, so rather than have the embarrassment of being passed over and having that announced, he decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the, the guy that wins this, and I'm going to say I'm going back to the Cowboys before, preemptive strike, before I don't get one of these coaching jobs. So I'm going to bow out. Or the other option is that Dan Quinn was offered the Arizona Cardinal coaching job. Is it true that that happened and he had a come-to-Jesus moment and he realized that would require coaching professional gamer Kyler Murray and he said, you know what? I'm going to run back to Dallas. I'm going to punt on this one. A turnover on downs. I'm going back to the Cowboys. So th- there's no other scenario in play. Now, meanwhile, speaking of the Cowboys, did you see that Mike McCarthy, the rotund sideline general in Dallas, said that owner Jerry Jones wants him to coach the team as long as Tom Landry coached the team? The guy that Jerry Jones fired. Tom Landry. Uh, And McCarthy said, well, that's a long time. Uh, He said, yeah, it is. Uh, Landry was the head coach of the Cowboys for 29 years, leading them uh, to a couple of Super Bowls back in the uh, the Stone Age. McCarthy has been the head coach in Dallas for three years. So my question on this one is, why are people treating this comment by Mike McCarthy about something that he said Jerry Jones told him why are they treating this like a written contract from Jerry? Right? And so I've determined that we have a lot of brainless varmints running around in the sports media who are baffled by sarcasm. And that is both wonderful and distressing for those of us who like to dabble in the ancient art 
of insulting idiots without them realizing they're being insulted. Jerry Jones would be 106 years old by the time McCarthy coached 29 years. McCarthy himself would be 85 years old. Uh, And uh, Jerry, we love him because he's great for our business, but Jerry Jones is the W.C. Fields of his time. And it's like that that quote, my favorite quote of all time from W.C. Fields, this early Hollywood star. If you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with bull pucky, we'll say. Uh, he used a different word, but we'll use bull pucky in honor of Jay Scoop. So you know, Jerry does embellishment and diarrhea, verbal diarrhea, of course, and, and all that. So you know, that's the... That's the story, period. Stop. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. The Coop Dalu. Kyrie Irving's agent told the media on Wednesday that Kyrie wants to make Brooklyn home and is hoping to get a contract extension from the team. Ben, do you think it'll happen? Well, that is a tough sell, right? It's not completely a no. I would say less than 50. I'll go 40%. New York has the largest Jewish population of the world outside of Israel. Kyrie is anti-Semitic. That is a tough marriage. That is a hard Racist. sell uh, you know, to, your, to most of your fan base. And, uh, and, and I, I give it a 40% chance because he's still really good at basketball, and you can overlook a lot. Uh, that's, that's a PR disaster. And Kyrie's been on his best behavior lately. How long is that going to last? Next! Uh, Warriors GM Bob Myers had a ridiculous amount of success success with the team, but it's being reported that he could be heading elsewhere. Uh, one of the places that's being reported, Ben, is the Clippers. People's team. Yes. Uh, does this excite you? Yes, because he's going to bring Steph Curry with him and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. They're all going to come with him. It's a package deal. Uh, unless, unless that's not true. No, I, I, I'm not convinced that Bob Myers has the, the Midas touch and all that. The Clippers just need Kawhi and Paul George to play. If they just merely play more, they don't need Bob Myers. And Bob Myers and the Warriors, part of that load management illness. So, I mean, I have nothing against the guy. And if he came to the Clippers, great. But I, I don't think this is the second coming of Jerry West. Next. DeMaurice Smith, executive director of the NFLPA, recently went on a podcast and said that the league has probably been the largest group of bullies in the labor market in the history of labor in America. He cited the fact uh, that they have antitrust exemptions and answer to no one. Ben, uh, what do you think about this? Well, I would feel the same way it was if I was him. They get crushed every single time. Like the, the players do not stand up to the owners. That's, that's their fault, not the owner's fault. How did we do? You passed this edition. That is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes. Cha-ching. Back in the win column. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. And that it is Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week every single week at this time as we bloviate with comedy. We welcome in. A man who's, every time I call this guy up, he calls me Big Time Ben Maller from the mean streets of Miami. <laughs> Weed uh, yeah. man hippie. Weed man hippie. I love you, Ben. All right. Weed hey, man. Say hello to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. No, she's, she, Lisa. Didn't say, she didn't say hello, Weed Man. I think she's sleeping. Hi, Ben. Oh, Lisa, you sound different all of a sudden. Interesting. Yeah. 
All right. Everything good with you, Weed Man? You're still alive. You made it another week. Congratulations. Yeah, Weed Man, hit me at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> He's already begging for money. We haven't even done a joke yet, Weed Man. Uh, for those that are new to the show, Weed Man's been... How long have you been calling this show over the years, Weed Man? How long has it go? A lot of years. Long a lot time, of years. We, Weed Man, when he first started calling, we thought he was fake, but he's real. And he's from New York. He lost all of his money, everything, when the stock market crashed. And he uh, went to Miami and... Yeah, anyway. All right. Uh, here we go. What's that? Well, you were like a millionaire, right? Bitcoin. Remember Bitcoin? Oh, yeah. How'd that do? No, not good for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, here we go. Uh, lame jokes of the week. Uh, why is Lizzo a lot like New York City? Mm, I don't know. Why is uh, Lizzo a lot like New York City? <laughs> he hasn't said the punchline yet, Weed Man. Yeah, calm down, Weed Man. It's a premature laugh. Uh, because both will eat you up and spit you out. That's why it is. Uh, it's Justin in D.C. Did you hear that Lizzo would make a great offensive lineman. I, I didn't hear that, but it does yeah. make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except you can't have 19 people on the field at once. That's the problem, Eddie. Uh, that's from a guy named Gravy in Boston who sent that one in. Which company makes lingerie out of old parachutes and tents? I don't know. Lizzo's Secret. <laughs> Not a man in Ohio, huh? That's uh, Gordon in Tacoma. What is a super? What is a super huge blizzard called? I don't know. A blizzo. Come on. That's from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. These are all jokes sent in by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to submit a joke, you can send it in. Care of the Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Send it now, send it later, send it whenever. We don't care. Just put jokes in the headline, and we may use it in a future episode of the show. And you can make other nocturnal listeners laugh their ass off when they're supposed to be working or sleeping. All right, did you hear that Lizzo hired a new driver? I did not hear that. Yeah, she hired Moving Man Matt. Oh, How wow. exciting is that? <laughs> uh, Brendan... From Boston, did you hear that Spin Cycle Regina is uh, she's she's pregnant with twin boys, and the the father is Doc Mike? Oh my God, no, I did not hear that. Yeah, it uh, gives a whole new meaning, Eddie, to two peas in a pod. Uh, is what that is. That's uh, Milkman Mike. Surely, uh, we do have a, a here's a here's one more stray Lizzo joke. Uh, there is a warrant out. For Lizzo, related to those wildfires that broke out in California last summer. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently the, the witnesses said that they saw her walking around with corduroy jeans on right near when the fire started. So they think that might might have something to do with it. That's a Milkman Mike in Colorado. Coop, you got any jokes, Coop? Uh, I got some. Uh, oh, look, he's cheering for you here. He wants to hear some jokes. He's, he's dying. I'll, I'll, I'll find one. All right, I, I got some I can send you too. So, and I got one for Roberto. And uh, anyway, why don't we pause for the cause? Yes, all right. Uh, don't hang up, Weed Man. We've got the the Weed Man Radio Roast. Are you prepared for that? And I'm here. Okay, we'll get to the rest of Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week for the rest of the hour. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And the lame jokes roll on. 
Weed, are you there, Weed Man? Are you yeah, there? I love you, Dan. Hey, 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 Weed, Weed Man's in Miami. So Mallow Prop Guy, he's a big fan of the show. This guy's really good. He got a gig in Miami on May 25th, Weed Man. He's going to be in Miami. And he Where? said, depending on when his flight is, he said he, he would be willing to live stream you during the lame joke segment for the Maller Militia. He says he's going to be in town. Now, every time a listener goes to Miami, you usually hit him up for money. How much money is Maller Prop Guy going to have to pay you to come to your rat-filled apartment? A hundred bucks. Be good. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. I knew there was a price on that. Uh, there is no free lunch. Uh, and, and he can email you. Mallet Prop Guy can email you, Weed Man, right? And you'll, you'll respond. Weedmanhippie.gmail.com. You're not on Twitter anymore, Weed Man. I noticed that. You're not on there anymore. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, did you hear that Weed Man Hippie is an animal rights activist? No, I did not hear yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he will. Uh, he will not do a damn thing about the rats in his apartment, Eddie. So he's uh, supporting the rats. Nice. Oh my teeth! I know that's Tom from Fullerton. Did you? Uh, what did Carlos Correa name his bum ankle that cost him millions of dollars? I don't know. What oh he no. Weed man hippie. That's what he, he named it right there. Yeah. Uh, all right. uh, what what this is a tough one. What candy makes weed man hippie think about the past and start crying? Oh no. I don't know. Weed man, what is it? It's it's, pay, it's, it's uh, But he got no teeth to eat candy though. No, no, it's payday, actually. He does not like that. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's Hillbilly Mike. You gotta Coop, have a you job got any, though to have a payday. I know. You, uh, Coop, you got any jokes over there, Coop? Yes, on, did you Coop. guys did you guys see that uh, Michael J. Fox admitted oh, that he became an alcoholic oh after uh, being diagnosed with Parkinson's? I no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, it was in the news, uh, but so apparently he and James Bond have something in common. They both prefer their martinis shaken, not stirred. <laughs> that was from Gordon, Gordon in Tacoma. All right, why, why is Weed Man always checking his Gmail account? Uh, I don't know, looks looking for money? No, no, he's trying to find that free spam. He's like, I want that <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, Justin in D.C. Weed Man probably isn't even listening to this joke, Eddie. Is that right? Yeah. God knows he can't pay attention. So, good <laughs> joke. <laughs> uh, all right. Weed Man is going to star in a new movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a rebel without a job is the name of the movie. That's a JJ from the east side of the LBC near the famous pyramid there, show contributor. Well, Lisa said that she will not visit Weed Man Hippie in his new home. Is that right? Yeah, she said that she can't lift the manhole cover, so it's impossible for her. Oh, <laughs> That's Gordon I in Tacoma. Come here. She doesn't come here. I know. You got to go to New York, Weed Man. All right. Uh, yeah. What What about you, Roberto? Any jokes, Roberto? Uh, no? What is What is a disabled Mexican called? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, I don't know. A Mexican. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, got another joke, Coop? You want to hit one up here? Negative. 
All right. Why doesn't Weed Man work out in public anymore? I don't know. Why does he not do that? He's afraid of the gym rats. Uh, that's why. That's Kurt from Earth uh, right there. Uh, why is Lisa nagging Weed Man to get a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van? Uh, why would she do that? I don't know. She wants him to unlock his potential. That's what <laughs> oh, <laughs> Inca Terror clearly getting a lot of the Dan Patrick Show commercials. Did you hear that uh, Doc Mike was arrested in Arizona uh, a uh, tribal casino for loitering in the men's room. No. no. Oh, God. Yeah, when the judge asked him uh, why he was in there, he stated he was just watching the live stream, Eddie. The live stream. Oh. Uh, what, oh. is the, what is the favorite oh. movie of Whoa. climate change activists, Eddie? Last one. I don't know what's their favorite movie. Their favorite movie is... Gone with the wind. There it is. Surfer Todd, the comedian. Thank you, Weed Man. Stay safe in Miami. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's the Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. And here he is, Justin Cooper. All right, you guys, so we're going to start off in the theaters, as always. Now, uh, you may have seen the Oscar nominees have been announced for nope. this year. Yeah. And uh, as is tradition on Coop Scoop on Entertainment, we're going to go through the Best Picture nominees. Oh, good, because I have now, no clue about any I would, of this. I would like to announce that I, I have not been to the movie theaters since COVID. So uh, it's been multiple years I've not gone to Oh, well, so... Part of what? the fun of this segment is going through the well, 10 nominees and seeing if you've seen any of them. Well, uh, the an- but I, I guess, just, I guess I the answer is no. <laughs> the well, is let's, let's see if anybody on the crew other than you, Coop, have, okay. have seen them. All right. All right. So, so first we've got Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. I've seen that bad boy. I saw it twice. Didn't, didn't see it. Uh, next, we have a movie called Women Talking. Nope. Sounds uh, riveting. What man does not want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one stars uh, Francis. I live that one. Right? Yeah, wife, <laughs> the next one's going to be wife talking. Yeah. Uh, that stars Francis McDormand, who's a, who is a great actress. And I'll, I'll, and if you if you are by uh, any Regal, if that's like uh, Regal Cinemas, if that's your movie chain, they are doing a uh, thing where they are showing all of the Best Picture nominees, uh, like bringing them back into theaters right now. So you can check them out. Uh, and I will be doing that. Next, uh, we have Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. No. That is my pick to win. No. I think uh, that is probably the favorite. That was on TV here the other day, right? Was that on a show? It is, yes, it is currently yeah. on Showtime. Who's, uh, who's in that? Uh, the only actor that I know from that is uh, Short Round. Oh, okay. Yes. Actually- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know who you're talking about. K. I don't, I don't K- know Wei Kwan, I think. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, he's been winning all of the uh, all of the awards leading up to the Oscars for Best Supporting Actor. It's a, it's a pretty cool story, actually. He's 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 pretty awesome. But and the movie's awesome too. I definitely recommend it. Uh, next is the Banshees of Inishrin. I heard about it. I my friend said it was awful. Uh, lead the lap says it's great. He said uh, it looked great and it was good acting, oh. but the story is oh the is, great lead a lap. That's that's correct. The story is just uh, really bad. It's on HBO Max right now. If you want to check that out, I have not seen it yet. It's like a metaphor for some Irish civil war or something. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I heard it's supposed to be like a dark comedy. I, I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll let you guys know. Uh, next uh, is one that I have not even heard of. 
Triangle of Sadness. That sounds That's like my career. Show, yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, <laughs> story of my radio career, right there. Uh, next is the Fablemans, the, uh, the Spielberg. Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. is that a biopic, basically? Or kind no? of. Kind it's of. a dramatized, kind of loosely based on his life movie. Got it. Uh, then we have the remake of All Quiet on the Western Front. Wow, that oh, Netflix, how, they, right? How many yes. remakes of that is they remade that? They did. It's uh, be like the people clamored for that. Third one? Yeah. Netflix. Oh. It is a Netflix movie, and it is on yeah. Netflix right now. I only watch the documentaries on Netflix. Then Avatar: The Way of Water. Okay, I have not seen that actually. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, Elvis. I saw that. That was good. Yep. And then a movie called, I believe it's pronounced Tar. Uh, Oh, it, about the La Brea Tar Pits. No. Oh, uh, no. It is about a, um, <laughs> a composer uh, played oh. by Kate Blanchett. Oh, okay. T-A-R? I used to live right yes. near the La Brea okay. Tar Pits. Though. But it's got one of those little accent marks oh, above the A, so I wasn't there. sure. Umlots. It does. It smells bad yeah. over there. It does, yeah. Uh, so those are your Best Picture Oscar nominees. And uh, do we have? I'm gonna. You know, a little I'm gonna time. Do anyway. Don't go too long here, Coop. Come, right. on. <laughs> Come on. Well, all right. So give me a couple quick hitters. Gonna, quick gonna, hitters. Yes. Uh, some some shows that are premiering this weekend. Uh, first is a. Uh, oh, we'll skip that one. I'm gonna go straight to <laughs> Apple TV Plus. It's a new show called Shrinking. It is a comedy series, and this one has got a giant cast. Uh, Jason Siegel is uh, one of the creators. He also stars in it. Oh, uh, Harrison Ford, right? Harrison Ford, yes, correct. And uh, basically, uh, he plays a therapist who deals with his own personal grief by telling his patients exactly what he thinks, causing them to make major changes in their lives. And uh, so two episodes stream today. And uh, then I'm also going to go over to, uh, on Netflix today, is a new comedy called You People. And it is uh, written by Jonah Hill, co-written by Jonah Hill, who also stars in it, along with Eddie Murphy, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, David Duchovny. And uh, yeah, that is a- a lot uh, of old people. I know who those people are. It's a culture clash comedy. Jonah Hill is dating this girl, and then Eddie Murphy is one of the parents, and you know, all that. So, And uh, that is on Netflix, and that is Coop Scoop Entertainment. All right. Thank you for that. Good job, Coop. Enjoy your weekend. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 